Hello everyone and welcome to the Pet Accountant Podcast with me, your host, Vicky Clark. I'm going to help you get to grips with your finances, save you lots of money and take the stress out of doing your tax return. So let's get going. Right, we are live. Hello everyone uh, and welcome to this week's Wind Down Wednesday. Um, you are joined by myself, Vicky, and my gorgeous business partner, Lee. Uh, we run the Pet Accountant, which is an accountancy firm dedicated to helping pet businesses all across the UK. I do need that as an opening, you know. I should have do that on the podcast. I think you need to um, say we are accountants, just so that people understand when they join you. Yes, we are accountants. We are accountants. Um, it's our faces at the top of the group, um, just slightly younger versions, <laughs> nicer ones. Uh, but that's what we do. And every week, mostly, apart from last week, because I was on my Holly Bobs, uh, we come on and do chats around various finance topics, tax topics, um, or just random business ones, because there's just no end to our talent. It just goes on and on and on. Next week, we're going to... I don't know what we're going to do. Um, so <laughs> We've got this planned. <laughs> we don't plan it. We just wing it. What should we do today? Sales and marketing. So this week is sales and marketing part two, um, because the first one um, was so successful and we had so many questions and everyone loved it and the podcast has been really good. So we thought... Because we, we didn't really go through all of it last uh, couple of weeks ago, we are going to do a bit more today. Um, Bill's put, can you recommend an accountant? I know if we had a pound for everyone said that on the group, uh, we'd be rich and in the Maldives. So, uh, yes, we can recommend one. We just recommend each other. Um, hello, Kyra, how are you doing? Um, I will reply to your message on um, Facebook Messenger. I haven't forgotten about you. Just well, now it's all coming out. I know, yeah. Um, but people, when you do message me on, um, we've gone off topic, but on Messenger, you probably won't get a reply because it's, um, I, I don't check it that often. It gets just absolutely blocked. So if you do want to contact us, the best way to do it is by email or just picking up the old telephone uh, and giving us a shout that way and we will answer. So... Uh, last week uh, would have been part two, but I was in Amsterdam getting horrifically drunk. Uh, so I thought probably best not to do a live from there. Um, and so we're back this week. And next week we are going to do a live on uh, employing someone versus getting a subcontractor because we see loads of questions on the group. And it, not that the answers are wrong, but they're sort of there is a bit of a grey area, and we don't want people to get caught out. That's a so mind. it is, and it's really sort of difficult, and you don't want to get in trouble. Um, so we will go through the differences between employing someone and a subcontractor, uh, and the costs involved, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and what you need to look out for. So that's going to be next week. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, obviously, it's tax season, so get your tax returns ready. Um, just as a side note, if you um, did receive an email off Lee yesterday, um, if you I'm are sorry. a client, I know if you are a client of ours, it was just a generic email. So don't get stressed out, don't panic. It was just Lee in his wisdom sending out an email, just letting you know what we need from you guys and what the deadline is. It doesn't mean you have to get it in now. We've had an influx of people. So Lee's literally quadrupled my workload in a day um, because he was like, yeah, send it now. And it's like, ping, 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 ping. So don't panic. You've got time. Um, we'd like everyone being super organized. But if you've got that email, it's just a generic email just to let you know what we need from you. Um, it's not a panic. Don't panic. Right. We touched on in part one websites, um, the, the benefit of niching, um, having a unique selling point um, so to differ from all the other groomers or dog walkers or trainers out there. Uh, we touched a little bit on Google ads um, and outsourcing very, very briefly. So I know Lee wants to just touch on websites a bit more, and then we're going to go on to um, some other tips about advertising, um, looking at your customers, um, testimonials and all that sort of stuff. So, over to you. You have that really big like light shining on you. So, if you're like God, I know. I know yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, go on then. You can kick us off with websites. 
Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. So we touched, we touched very briefly last time on websites and how important they are. Um, one of the things that I didn't cover that I see a lot of people tend to do um, probably inadvertently because it's, it, it's, it's subliminal on, on, on the web pages is, is on the landing screen. A lot of dog groomers tend to take pictures of their grooming room. So you've got pictures of the bath, pictures of the table, but there's no dogs, there's no staff, there's just inanimate objects showing what you're going to use to groom the dog. Now, if you are selling grooming tables and grooming baths, then that's a brilliant image to use. But people go to your website to see the work that you can do. So you should be showcasing, you know, your before and afters, um, certainly, you know, style dogs. People want to see what it is that they're going to get. So it would be worth if you've got 10, 15 minutes and you're free just to roll through your website on your front page and just have a little look at it from a customer's perspective. And when that page loads, does it shout dog groomer and says exactly what it does on the tin on the first image that loads? Or do you have to take a step back and look at what it is that the picture is showing you if you ignore the words on the website? And it's really important because when people are in the buying stages, they're looking with their eyes They look rather than reading the text. So the text could say something completely different, but if the image doesn't match the text, then you're going to lose people quite quickly, um, which then touches on a little bit as well that we, we touched on last week with regards to reviews. Reviews are so, so important. Um, and you should have them scattered around your website, not just on the on the front page, not just on a testimonials page. It's part of that I journey. Did that. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. And you know, it's it's really important that when somebody's scrolling through the web page, whether or not it's the about you section or the, the services that you offer, people want to read what other people have thought about your service. And, and a well-placed review will actually make somebody think, do you know what, I'm going to book in. And that could well be whether you're a dog groomer, a dog walker, a boarder. It's really important that you sell your services and nobody can do it better than one of your customers that have used you because it's that word of mouth thing. And if they're looking at your website in the first place, they're obviously in the market to buy your product or your service. Otherwise, why would they be looking? Exactly. So your website's got to have something that's going to jump out. The same as like a dog walker. You know, if it was me, I'd have a picture of me walking some dogs, not just a random picture of a dog. Because yeah. that doesn't really tell us anything. Have have someone take a picture of you with all the dogs or you playing with a dog. Yeah. Same with a dog, dog trainer. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's got to be quite personal. You know, it has it has to feature your subject matter, but also um taking a fun and, and and proactive look at what it is that you're trying to sell. Now in the accountancy world, it's very, very difficult for us. Because it's dull. Because it's so dull, yeah. And, oh. and, and you know, Vicky touched last week that you know, glass panels and calculators and and bits and pieces along that. They're Just, like they're like this. All the pictures are like someone in a suit going like. I mean, not with a calculator that size. No, but, yeah. I know. This is an obnoxiously large calculator, and, and I do it on purpose. I don't know why it's so big, but it just is. But, yeah, they're just all, like, really crappy, boring, dull pictures that, you know, you go on it and you're screaming, Christ, that looks boring, um, which is why mine, if you go on my one, although Lee's redoing it. Um, because I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to share my screen, and I'll show everybody a sneak peek of the new website so they can Do you want to show them the old one first and then yeah. how it compares? Yeah. So while Lee's doing that, um, I didn't want my website to be boring, accountancy, you know, let's click on it and there's people with glass panels and the suitcase, suitcase, briefcase and calculators and whatever accountancy the images that you normally get. So mine has pictures of me, has pictures of Frank, has pictures of Herbie, God rest his soul. Um, and it, you know, it's, I think the about me section said, Oh, Vicky, the dog's bollocks of accountants. Um, and everyone found that hilarious. I had so many people when they were ringing me up or emailing me through the website were commenting on how good the website was because it was easy to understand. It, it sort of reflected who I was as a person and they felt that they knew me by just reading the, the website. So, 
it is slightly outdated in the sense of the graphics and things like that are a bit iffy now. Obviously, I got it done like nearly two years ago. I'm not design or technically minded whatsoever. So for me, I was like, oh, that looks good. Um, but then I fell down in a bit where I wasn't putting the testimonials on there. I wasn't keeping up to date with the blogs. Um, and in the first probably year and a bit, I was getting loads of people coming through the website. Um, it was literally, I'd probably get 10 a day uh, who've gone through the contact us page and put their details and said, I want to chat with you. That has trailed off probably in the last six months. And that is purely because I've just done nothing with the website. I don't put any blogs on there anymore. Um, oh, sorry, I need to allow you to share the screen. <laughs> Let's leave like, hang on. Oh, no, I don't want to share. Oh, crap. What have I done? No, I don't want to share. You're going to lose your trail of thought now. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> You're fine. Um, and I let that slide because I was too busy doing everything else. Um, and now I don't get as many through there because it's not popping up probably as much because I'm, you have to be active with your website is what I'm trying to get at. So weekly blogs, monthly blogs, the more you update your website, Google think, oh, they're doing something new. So they push it again to the top of the page or they're updating it. So again, mine, very bright, very easy to read. The wording is very much me as a person. If you go to the who are we, obviously that used to say who am I because I, again, haven't added Lean. So there you go, Vicky Clark, the dog's bollocks of accountants. You know, it represents me. There's a picture of me with um, a dog, Dexter. A little bit about me and some nice dog-friendly pictures. Um, and obviously it tells you what you want to what you want to know and it's got contact me and blog and everything. So it's not... It's only getting slightly tweaked. Uh, if Lee wants to show you the sneak peek of the new version, it's not massively different, but it just has a bit... It's not massively different, but it's changed at all. Um, it just has like a bit more of a more... I don't, know, I don't want to say more contemporary feel. It just looks a bit more elegant, I would say, than it has done. So it's still got the same wording. We've got the testimonials in there. And obviously the, the footer at the bottom is going to have a lot more website-y stuff in there. Um, and again, there's my gorgeous little boy, Frank, with his giant calculator, um, helped me do a tax return. And then obviously we've got a meet the team section, which we will do with you guys as well, um, because obviously we want you to meet who you chat to uh, because we have grown somewhat. And again, as Lee said, the testimonials are there on every page. So you get the gist. It's it's literally the wording is going to be exactly the same, but we've just given it a bit of a better feel because I have such great feedback. And I used, as I mentioned in part one, I used um, a copywriter. Blogs are hard to keep up, yeah, from Build the Art. It's yeah. quite difficult to get in the rhythm. Um, but, yeah, I used a copywriter for mine, but she doesn't do it anymore, so that's a bit sad. She was brilliant. And if you can afford a copywriter, they are excellent because they take your personality and they put it in a website. And we can't stress enough how good your website's got to look because if someone's out there looking for a dog walker or a dog trainer or a dog groomer, and they're in the market and they're looking and your website pops up and it's shit or just they look and think, oh, God, no. And they'll just scroll on to the next one. Like I said, no one goes on to page two of Google unless you're desperate. You won't, <laughs> like, won't book unless there's a call to action button on the front telling them what you yeah. want to do next. Yeah, like, call me, call me, call yeah. me. Yeah, it's as simple as that. I mean, like on ours, it's going to be focused around um, booking an appointment to, 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 to schedule a call with us, um, requesting a call back or sending us a, a, an email with all the details on about your business and what it is that you're looking for. Um, yeah. So everything, the way that we're going to funnel that website is that when you land on that page, we want you to go from the main page onto our services page to check to see if that's the service that you know we offer what they're looking for. Uh, once they're on that page, we then want them to read a little bit of a testimonial to give them a reason why they want to use us. And then we want to focus them then to click on to the contact us page where they will do one of three actions, which is pick up the phone to us, request the call back or fill in the contact form. So we have the details to bring them back. 
Um, and it, it really is that simple when it comes to the website. You just have to have a clear indication and a clear mm-hmm. path of how you want to lead that customer from their landing page to the way that they exit your website. And what's really important is if you just put your website up and you don't look at any of the analytics, any of the Google statistics, if people are clicking on your website and immediately leaving or getting to a a page and immediately leaving, you need to find out what that is and and when they leave. And Google AdWords will tell you that. That then identifies on your website that there's an issue. And it could well be they don't like the content. It could be that that page is poorly written. It could be that there's no other actions on that page that you that they need to take and they just don't, oh, sod this, I'm off. And they'll go to the next one. So looking at your analytics is really, really important. Now, these words sound scary. If you don't know anything about technology, if you've got somebody to build the website for you, they should be building this in a standard so that, that, that either you can access or they can access, but you'll be able to get a report from them because Google produces it for free. And you can say, okay, well, what, what's the landing page? What's the page that's getting the most keywords? Because it might not be your front page that's, that's, that's getting everybody to the website. It could be because you've built a page about agility equipment in a field that's secure for dogs because you're you know you you offer that type of service for argument's sake if you're a dog walker or or you're a boarder and you have these areas to rent and now if that is the landing page and that's what people are looking for change change your main page to focus on bits and pieces like that you know to to shout to the rest of the of the world that this is what you offer um can i just jump in on testimonials yeah you know, testimonials obviously linked to your website. I always ask clients to go onto my Google page and leave um, a review or come on the group and leave a review or a page. I know Tegan, when she used to be a dog groomer, she would message um, her clients in an evening with a picture of their dog saying, oh, Fluffy enjoyed their groom today. Um, if you wouldn't mind leaving me a testimonial, that'd be great. And she had like hundreds and hundreds of testimonials from clients because she did it on an evening when clients were relaxed and probably watching the telly or on their phones and literally got their attention by sending them a picture of the dog and then said, please leave me a review. Whether that be on Google, your page, your group, you know, Trustpilot, you know, whatever system you use, um, I would definitely, definitely do that because people are going to look at your reviews, uh, especially if you're dealing with their pride and joy. Um, you know, when I looked at things with Frank, I would look at people's reviews to see what people said about them. Um, so it's really, really important to get your customers to leave you a review on some platform somewhere um, and just keep asking them, please can leave me a review, please can leave me a review, because it is really, really, really important. And that, is, again, is what will get your customers uh, and word of mouth, once you've built up that client base, people will naturally say, oh, um, so-and-so um, trained Frank and was really, really good, or so-and-so groomed Frank and was really, really good. And then you'll not have to advertise as much. But as we touched on last time, don't stop. Just because you've got that influx of people and you've got your client base, don't stop advertising. Because we've had a few clients that have come to us in a bit of a panic and said, oh, my God, I haven't got any clients, so that it's slowed down. Well, are you, have you carried on advertising? Well, no, I stopped because I had loads of clients. You can't stop, okay, because otherwise at some point the pot will run out and you'll need to pick it up again. It's really important when we speak to clients as well, and, and usually when you say, well, have you budgeted for something or how much have you allowed this year in your in your workings for your advertising, people usually think, oh, that's for, for large businesses, um, as a sole trader, we don't generally tend to do that. But it's so important that you allow some money each month for your advertising budget. You need money there because not all advertising is free. And, and that could be from some ads on Facebook. It could be some Google ads that promote your website. It could well be money to get business cards printed. Um, mm. It could well be that, you know, you want to go in your local parish magazine um, just something so that you're getting your brand, your name awareness, something out there. Now, one of the things that um, when we talk about advertising, we've we've spoken a lot about digital advertising. The world has changed when it comes to physical print items, but there is still a, a marketplace for that type of advertising. 
So for argument's sake, um, we get a lot of people come to us and says, I'm just starting out. I don't know where to start. Networking, physical networking, where you go into events where you can pick up clients is the biggest one where you can physically talk to people. Now, you might think, well, that's a little bit difficult, but there will be parks with 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 dog walkers that you could go to and, and, and just chat to random people as they're walking. Sounds odd, I know, but if you can engage somebody in conversation and, and you know, just generalize chit chat and you, you tell them what you do. Um, you, That's if, really important. Tell them because otherwise you look like a weirdo approaching yeah, people in a park. Weirdo. Yeah. Um, so maybe have like a T-shirt uh, that brand. says I am like a dog walker or dog groomer or dog not, trainer. Not on day because, release. Yeah, because otherwise if you start approaching people in the park, they're probably going to think you're a bit weird and call yeah. the police. Um, so just be careful on that one and make sure you tell them, <laughs> tell them what you do. <laughs> but, you know, the, the other things is, is that um, uh, posters of some description, whether it be A4 or A5, just something small, but a lot of the sandwich shops offer like free advertising boards. You could get a little poster just printed and then you can pop it with contact telephone numbers that you can tear off. Um Places like that are brilliant because they get so many different people with different types of football and different backgrounds. It only takes somebody to go in there and think, oh, actually, my friend was looking for a dog walker. I'll take a telephone number. And it's mm-hmm. little things like that that will slowly help to build your business. But also it becomes name awareness. And it's really important that once you've developed your logo, that you start integrating those colors, the branding in everything that you do so that you become recognizable. You'll get to the stage where people will start to see that on different places, on different platforms, uh, and, and you'll have the brand recognition with it so that you start to build this company that advertises for itself. So we we touched very briefly last week with regards to the, the Google business suite of what you can do with Google. Yeah. Sorry, just before you go on to that, because I was wondering if you are going to change topic. Okay. I had a client a while, <laughs> a while ago um, who went to a local like, dog walking spot um, and she made up these little treat bags um, that had like dog biscuits in and a business card. Yes. And she went round to people who were walking their dogs and said, look, oh, hi, sorry to bother you. Um, and she had her dog with her as well. Um, I'm just I'm a local dog groomer and I just wanted to give you my card. If you ever need a dog groomer, let me know. And I had a little treat in there for the dog and their business card. And she got loads of clients through from that because they were like, oh my God, yeah, I was looking for one. And it just engages that conversation then. And she just had, she didn't do it all the time, maybe like once a month. She'd go out in the local parks and things or wherever people in your area hang out with their dogs and just gave the little treat bags out with their business cards. You see, that would work for whatever industry you're in within the, the pet industry. Because if you're a boarder, then they've got a dog and they're potentially a client that lives in your local area. Mm. It works for a groomer. They're obviously walking their dog, so they might want somebody to walk their dog in the evenings and weekends or to, or to check in on it. So it doesn't matter what field you're in, that will work for any and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just having the balls to be able to walk up to somebody and say, would you like this? But if you're giving them something for free, it already breaks the ice because you're saying, look, here, please take this for the dog. Um, and everyone so, loves know, a freebie, as we found out in Crufts. People yeah. were taking our stuff, and they didn't even know what we did. <laughs> they just wanted free stuff. Free stuff, gone. <laughs> gone within a day. <laughs> um, so back onto the, 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 the Google business side of things. I'm not sure whether we touched on this topic last week, but Google offers a business suite that allows you to um, register your place of business on a map so that it allows you to update your contact details. And then from that, that manage your business section, that's where you can then start asking people to leave reviews online. Uh, so you've got your Google reviews. Uh, mm. It will also remind you when you've got bank holidays coming up to adjust your hours. Again, it's a form of communication with your clients. Uh, it used to have some sort of social media aspect with it as well, but I think Google kind of shut that down. It didn't take off that well, but it still allows you to upload pictures. So if you are taking pictures of your dogs, again, get them on there because these will all help. The more outlets that you have, the more websites that you're registered on, um, it's called reciprocal links. So you want to register on things like Yell, but you don't want to pay for Yell and you don't want Yell to build your website. But 
putting a free listing on Yelp for your services, your contact telephone number and your website uh, is, is a definite plus. And again, have a quick Google of, of other um, services in your area that, that allows you to add free listings to your business. I'd probably recommend setting up a, a temporary email address or an email that you can always link it to, but not your main one because they do tend to get spammed an awful lot. So just <clears throat> a spare email that you can use that to register with all these sites. And then if you ever need to reset your passwords to it, you just have to log back into that email. Uh, otherwise your inbox will just be full of junk. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else on the marketing side. Um, um Go on to vets, go to your local vets yeah. and see if they'll happily put um, like a little flyer in there or some business cards. That's a perfect place because everyone's going to take their pets there. Um, pubs. I know a lot of people um, who are selling uh, dog treats and things go to their local pub and say, do you want to buy some dog treats to sell? Um, or just put their dog walking cards in a pub because everyone goes to a pub with their dogs. Uh, it's just trying to think outside the box and not always do social media because at some point the social media might go down. They might change the settings. You know, this group could get closed tomorrow and they can do that with no warning. They don't need permission. They could just close it down. And then you've got to think to yourself, okay, if I don't have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, what else have I got to contact these potential customers? So, for example, for us, if um, this group got shut down, you'll notice when you joined this group, if especially if you joined it in the last probably year, that I ask for your email address. Now, not everyone gives it, which is fine. But those of you who do give it, you get put on our mailing list and then any freebies that we have or any offers or any information that we want to give to you guys will get sent in an email. You'll notice that you get probably two emails off this a month um, on various different topics. And then that gives us a chance to keep in contact with you and give you any offers if we do have them. And if this group was to get shut down, doesn't make any difference because I can still contact you through the emails. Now, I know when I ask a lot of the clients, you know, with all these customers, do you take their email address? And nine times out of 10, the answer is no. And that's a prime way of where you can upsell stuff. You can give them offers. You can get them back in through the door. You know, just regularly, it could be, I don't know, you could do um, a monthly newsletter of how to train your puppy or, um you know, training with puppy pads or how to groom a cockapoo or the best comb to use to groom a cockapoo. And then you might find the next time they come in, they'll say, oh, have you got that comb that you mentioned in your newsletter? Oh, yeah, it's 15 quid. And there you go. So it's thinking outside the box of how else can you get in contact with your customers if you're not physically seeing them? Again, with dog groomers more specifically, if you're doing it from home or your back garden, and you don't have the luxury of having a shop front in a busy high street, how do customers know that you're there? Yeah. No one's going to walk past your house and go, oh, there's a dog groomer in the back of there, because generally people don't say have a big advertising board because obviously there's arseholes out there that will come and try and steal the dog. So how are you going to let those customers know that you're there if you don't get out and about? So, you know, use social media, go out and about physically and speak to people, use the flyers, um, and just try and think outside the box of what's going to attract those customers and how they actually know you exist. Because otherwise, if, if I'm looking for a dog trainer, I need to know that you're there. So I need to find you somehow. Yeah. So just think about what we've gone through with social media, Google ads, Facebook ads, flyers, pubs, vets, um, sandwich shops, as popular places. There will be places in your town where you go, I always go there for a sandwich because they're delicious. Puppy meet and greets is the other good one because you catch them while they're young. Yeah. <laughs> that that <laughs> if you're just joining us, <laughs> we're talking about dogs. <laughs> It'd be really awkward if someone literally just turned on and you're like, catch them when they're young. Uh, yeah, we're talking about puppies. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking about puppies just in case you are just joining us now. Um, and like I say, testimonials. Please, please, please get your testimonials. It's so important. You'll see on this group that we do a testimonial Tuesday um, just so that people you know, can get to see what people say about us. Um, and on the flip side of that, don't say yes to every single customer. 
there will be customers out there that you just don't gel with and that is fine we don't gel with everyone more specifically lee doesn't gel with everyone (laughs) you know he's an acquired taste sometimes um but you know that's absolutely fine you know you're not going to get on with it not every client's going to be your cup of tea or you're going to gel and some of them will take the piss and be like i want this discount i want that discount don't fall in the trap of saying yes 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 because you want the client because You've got to set those boundaries and manage those expectations. If you give them everything for free, they will continually expect everything for free. And then when you suddenly say, well, actually, it's £10 now, they can be like, what? Well, it was free for the last six months. And then you have that awkward, like, oh, what do I do? Do I continually to give them up for free or do I stand my ground? So set your expectations and those boundaries from day one. Okay, if you're not going to give it them free, don't give it them free. Give it them a slight discount if you have to, you know, and say, well, actually, no, if you pick up your dog late for 15 minutes, we will charge you £10. And if they do pick them up late, charge them the £10. Because if you don't, they'll go, oh, well, I got away with it last time. I'm just going to nip to the post office quickly. And then I'll go and collect Frank from the groomers because she let me off last time. And there you go. It's then going to be really awkward for you to be like, well, you know, you you did, you are a bit late. So, you know, I'm going to have to charge you that £10. We didn't charge me last week. You screwed. Charge for cancellations as well. Yes. Cancellations. (gasps) Take deposits, people. Take deposits. People do not want to lose their money. So if you take a deposit, they're less likely to cancel on you for a fluffy reason, like they're hungover or just couldn't be asked. Take deposits and just follow through. Give them some terms and conditions when they sign up with you. Say, look, if you pick your dog up late or you're late to the appointment or you don't cancel within 48 hours then I'm sorry, we will charge you X, Y, and Z, and that will be it, or you'll lose your deposit. Just set those boundaries out, and they'll know not to F with you because they're like, oh, I don't want to be charged an extra tenner. So many times, even when Tegan was screaming, people were coming like 20 minutes late to pick the dog up, and then it ruins your whole schedule. Yeah. So and bloody it's, charge them. It's not Man, just... We're just no. Saying that, we're just as bloody bad. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, it's it's not just grooming because if you think if you're a dog boarder and you've been Mm. booked up for months, somebody cancels last minute, you can't fill that slot. Uh, Mm. You know, there's no point in you sending an email out to your client base saying, um, you know, I've got. You can go on holiday now. (laughs) You can go on holiday now. Bring them in. I'm, I'm, I'm free. So it's it's really important that you do have terms and conditions and that they set out very specifically what you expect from your clients and what they can expect for you. And, and if they don't stick to that, the, the, the consequences of such, such as a, a cancellation fee or a, or a no-show charge, um, the only person that wins in that circumstance is your client and you lose out, but you lose money. And mm-hmm. as you start to get um, a, a big team, you know, it, it's really important that it doesn't matter what you do, whether you're walking dogs, whether you're grooming dogs, when you've got wages to pay at the end of the month, every dog counts. So, you know, you've still got to pay the staff that's going to come in to work that day and that client didn't turn up. And you get two or three of those a day because they're used to just not bothering turning up, but they'll still book in with yourself. Really, really important that you that you charge clients that that that, that let you down and and you know that doesn't give you the notice that you need to run your business. Um, and you know, if they don't like it, let them go elsewhere. They were going to let you down anyway. There's no real loss. Exactly. So, and, and we did it at one point. I don't know whether it was before. It might have been before we merged. But obviously, we've closed our books at the minute. And when we have appointments, they go literally within within like five minutes. And there's people there going, oh, can you not just squeeze me in? We physically can't squeeze you in. So then there's people waiting, you know, two, three, four weeks in advance for an appointment. And then we get to the day and two people don't bother answering the phone. And then those two appointments could have gone to people who actually really, really want an accountant and need help. And it's very frustrating for us because we then, that messes our schedule up. And we think, well, actually we could have, we could have done someone's accounts in that time. And I got to the point where I was then charging people to have these discovery calls and then obviously refunding the money if they actually turned up because it was just not fair on those people who wanted that appointment. So again, like they said, it doesn't matter whether you're a groomer, a walker, a boarder, a trainer, all of this stuff we're saying to you interlinks to to any profession really. It's bloody irritating when people don't turn up. 
you know, and it costs you money, it costs you time. And, you know, especially with us at the minute, time is precious because we're so bloody busy with it being, you know, the start of, of getting people's tax returns done that, you know, we've got clients now wait until June, but we probably had about three or four people that didn't bother answering the phone when they made an appointment and that four people could have had that appointment. So just set your boundaries out. And we know it's hard because we didn't set, I didn't set my boundaries out when I first started and I suffered the consequences. You know, I was working weekends. I was picking up the phone at nine, 10 o'clock at night. I'm still working weekends. <laughs> I mean, we're still working weekends, but that's just because we do. But, you know, now I won't answer the phone. Once I've finished, I've finished and I'll pick up the phone the next day. Or, I'll, you know, I've got a separate phone now for weekends so that I don't get sucked into work. But, you know, we were doing stuff for free and then I started charging for it because it was just getting a bit silly and then everyone complained that I was charging for it. So it is hard. So if you set those boundaries out when you're starting out, people know where they stand. If they mess you about and you said you were going to charge them, charge them, okay? Don't feel bad for it because it's your time. If it was any other place in the world, if you, well, I can't even think of an example, if you went to pick your car up or something and you were late, I'm sure the garage wouldn't fit, you know, think twice about charging you. So just doesn't matter what you do. I think I think people in the pet industry don't realise how valuable they are sometimes. And it's like people go, Oh, can I just pay you next week for that dog walk? Well, effing no, you can't. You don't go into yeah, you don't go into Asda and go, All right, pal, can I just pay for this Asda big shop next week? You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't go into a hairdresser's and go, I know you've just cut my hair, but can I just pay you next week? It just wouldn't happen. So why let it happen to you? You know, I I just don't get it. Like charge more, charge your worth. And we say this all the time. It's in all of the groups, but you really need to start charging your worth. People pay 90 quid for a haircut and it's not as... It's even a fraction as difficult as bloody cutting a dog and they don't wipe their arse and cut their nails. You know, can you imagine going to get your hair done and the hairdresser's like, would you like me to wipe your bum for you? Well, no, not really. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? And then I people charge... Additional services, I'm telling people. Yeah, this. we don't do that. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like, even when my mum was like, when I said, oh, people charge like 40 quid for a groom and she was like, how much? That's cheap. You know, because people don't necessarily know what it is that you do. So showcase what it is that you do. Video yourself on a dog walk. Video yourself doing some dog training. Video yourself doing, I don't know, a cockapoo groom. You know, so people actually see what it is that is involved. And then they probably will think twice about questioning whether to give you an extra fiver, you know, for wiping their dog's arse and cutting shit out their, out their fur. I was going to say that leads us on to TikTok and YouTube, but it took a whole yeah. of that stage. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you know what I mean? It frustrates me that, you know, I couldn't groom a bloody dog. I couldn't train a dog. I mean, Frank's like, you know, semi-trained he doesn't you know that's because I I didn't know what I was doing and I'd go to a professional and I'd pay what it is ever they asked me to pay because I don't know what I'm doing and I think people are too scared to say well actually that's 40 pounds or that's 50 pounds or you know that's tenner because you're late I think we just have a need to have a bit more confidence and go you know what no you will pay that because that's how much I'm worth do you know so it's like a little rant there, but but we see, and the reason I'm ranting is because we see it in people's books. You know, I'm reading people's books sometimes. I'm like, you're charging how much? Like, and I'm reading them up, like, what the hell are you doing? Put your price. Oh, I can't. I can't. I put my prices up like six yeah, months ago. All the time. I don't care. There's no such word as can't. You can put them up. You know, it's just. It's insane how cheap some people are. And, you know, you've got to have some confidence in what it is that you do and your ability. And people can't groom a dog. People can't train a dog. That's why they need you. So charge how much you need to charge. You know, do your research. I think that comes on then to because you have something that is unique that not not everybody can do and, and it's a service that you want. With regards to the marketing, the likes of short videos for TikTok, for YouTube, are extremely popular at the moment. Um, You know, digital platforms change, popularity changes. Twitter's not as popular as it used to be. You know, Vimeo used to be there, and then that kind of died a death, and now we've got TikTok. Um, 
I am. What did you say last week? Ask Maureen. Ask Maureen. One one eight two and two. But it didn't change, and and right now it's TikTok. Get yourself on TikTok. Do something silly, whether it's a dance. I'm not getting on TikTok. <laughs> right, I'm going to do a poll in the group. Should we get Lee on TikTok, and what should his first TikTok be? It would be drunkly on TikTok. I'm going to put that on the group to see how many people want to see you on TikTok. I'd be really embarrassed if no one clicked yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it would be funny, and then we'll get Lee on TikTok. But it it, it goes to show that TikTok's one of those weird things where when I first seen it, I was like, what the hell is this? And now I will put something on a Netflix that could be three hours long, and I don't know how many videos I've watched in that three hours on TikTok and not watched a single bit of Netflix. So it's 30 second videos to a, a minute, and I'm on it for hours just flicking through it, different bits and pieces. And you know, it's it, there's weird and wonderful things on there that make you laugh, that you don't quite understand. There's there's people giving marriage advice from from solicitors, and now I know what a decree absolute is when you get divorced. But I learned <laughs> it from TikTok, so mm. you, you know, get yourselves on there because if you have just a, a a slight video that goes remotely viral, it can have such an impact on your business. And then that goes then to you know if you can do educational videos or fun and entertaining videos that are a little bit longer that you can get onto YouTube. These are all things that are going to get your, your website traction, your business, you know, is going to get the phones ringing, but you can do things that you do day in, day out. It's just a case of getting somebody there to help you or setting up one of the, mm-hmm. the ring lights with, with the phone in it. So you can record yourself doing a groom chat to the camera as you're doing it, you know, sing a song, just something silly that just, just gets people yeah. to watch that video. Catches people's attention. Yeah. Absolutely. There's lots of accountants on there, obviously not yeah. as fun as us. And, and um, there's marketing. some proper dull, yeah, there's some proper dull ones being like, how to complete a tax return. <laughs> um, and we know we should be on TikTok, you know, and we will at some point. And I will do a poll in the group so he wants to see Lee on TikTok and watch his first video be. And I will tell him we need to do it but just for pure hilarity, if nothing else. And we can make it go viral. If everyone in this group, Liked the video of Lee on TikTok. We could make Lee go viral. Into this, I I didn't even agree to that. <laughs> well, you tell everyone to get on TikTok, so I feel like you know you should take your own medicine. Yeah, but I think um, on TikTok, I'll build the website. So it's kind of like anything. <laughs> um, if anyone does need help with like TikTok and and podcasts, for yeah, example, podcasts a good one. Um, Darren, who does our podcast, who's in the group, um, is very knowledgeable about those sort of things. So um, if you want to hit him up on the group, um, we'll get him to put his details in there. But all it takes is one of those ring lights off Amazon, they're like 30 quid. Um, we've business got expense. business expense. We've got these snazzy little microphones, um, which we're getting off Amazon for £100. Um, it doesn't take a lot, and like I say, just a, a quick thirty-second clip of you. I know loads of my clients are on there because I see them pop up, um, doing various stuff, whether it be the dog training Q and As or uh, them walking the dogs and just giving people general tips about, you know, your dog's behaviour and stuff like that. Or there's people on there that video themselves live doing a dog room. You know, it could be anything, but like they said, it'll, it gets you traction. You've got to be on different platforms. You can't just focus on one platform. YouTube, short videos, Instagram reels, TikTok. You can use the same thing and just repurpose it on all of the platforms. There's people on Instagram that come to us who've never even seen us on Facebook and and, and vice versa. There's people that come just from Googling accountant for dogs you know, not every one of our clients has seen us on all of the platforms. They all come from different versions, which is why we were on Instagram. We've got a podcast. We've got the mailing list. We've got Facebook because we reach people of different demographics. Not everyone's on Facebook. Not everyone's on Instagram. You know, everyone has an email address, which is why we then go out and do seminars, um, which there's one on the 25th of June, and I'll put the details in the group. Um, you know, you've got to use everything to your advantage and all of this stuff is is free we don't pay for anything well apart from zoom and um, but then we need that for our job but 
you know, all of these things are free that you can use. You've just got to learn how to tap into them and be consistent. I can't stress that enough. One video a month or, you know, one reel a month isn't good enough. It needs to be consistent. Uh, we know ourselves that we need to do more videos and stuff. And at some point we will. Um, you'll get sick of seeing our face. But um, just be consistent. Think outside the box. Find your unique selling point. Get your website done professionally. Have a really good logo. Again, don't have a shit logo that looks like a two-year-old's drawn it. You know, again, your logo, if it looks crap, will put people off. You know, it's really important, which is why there's people out there that do branding. Yeah, colours in the logo are really important as well. Different colours have different meanings. Mm -hmm. Red for danger, passion. Um, You've got orange, which could symbolise... Cheap, you've got. I know. Symbolized royal. And that's, I know, and that's my main local color. Someone said to me, "Why did you pick orange?" I was like, "It's my favorite color. Like, it signifies cheap." I was like, "I am not cheap." <laughs> uh, some people, well, in some cases, we may well be cheap compared to other accountants. We definitely are cheap. You yeah. know, it's something that we have to constantly look at because this, you know, again with with dog grooming, boarding, there's no like set price that you should charge so we've got to constantly look you know make sure that we're within the boundaries of where we need to be because we don't want to be too expensive but we don't want to be too cheap you know and we know there's accounts out there charging a hell of a lot more than what we do and we do a lot for free because you know that's just who we are you know we'll try and help you as much as we can but again that could be a downside as far as our business is concerned that you can't be too nice and just give away stuff for free because at the end of the day you're running a business and you've got to pay your wages so just be mindful of that as well not to give too much away we should really listen to our own podcast and implement what we say um, but we know it works because we know when we've done it it works and when we don't do it it don't work so all this stuff that we're telling you is stuff that we've tried and tested and stuff that we've done together separately in our own businesses and prior to us doing what we're doing now. So it's all methods that have been tried and tested. And we know it works. Okay, otherwise we wouldn't be sitting here telling you about it. So, you know, we know that you might not be able to implement all of it, but even if you do a little bit of something, then it's better than nothing and it will help. And as you grow, then again, update your website, you know, get a better logo, um, and just use what free resources there are. All these Facebook groups are really good ones that give you free advice. Like ours, you know, Bill's got a really good one. If you're a groomer, there's a really good few dog walking and training Facebook groups out there. How to be a good dog walker, Dog Walkers UK. You know, all of these groups are run by professional people who are there to help you give you free advice. So just suck it in like a sponge. You know, I was just having a, th- a thought then, and it was just something as I'm thinking as you're, you're speaking there about the different people that offer different uh, free advice. What I think we'll do on the website is we will build a section or page on the website that clients or non-clients can go, and we will we can list these people that we've used that we'd that we'd recommend, um, mm-hmm. and and not so much endorse, but. You know, if you need help with your branding, um, we've used um, pen and ink. Uh, you know, they, then we've got the financial advisor that, and like you say, you know, there's the podcast as well. So there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of people and connections that we've got with contact details that you guys might want to reach out to, but can't find them in the group. So we we'll put those details up on the website. Um, so you can reach out to them and you can ask questions so you can build your own businesses and then things that you want to go there. So if there is anybody listening at the moment that that offers a service like that, that wants to be on the website, that that can enhance, um, you know, whether it is marketing, whether it is sales, whether it, it is HR, um, anything along those lines, get in touch with us. Uh, we'll take a couple of details and we'll put it out on the website there so that people's got your details and they can reach out directly to you. Um, just yeah, as, a, as a little way to help yeah we've got Laura who deals with a lot of the people in the group she's a financial advisor with yeah. pensions and savings and mortgages um, she, she's absolutely brilliant and I've used her personally so I, I can personally recommend her um, Lauren Simmons who did our logos for Thomas and Clark and updated the one for the pet accountant and the payroll, um, and the payroll portal as well so she's done those again really really good um, obviously Darren who who does our podcast edits that 
has done loads of design things and helped us with, um, you know, doing reels and, and all the social media side. Charlotte, who is social media manager, who again works on our group. So these are all people that we've used. We're not going to just promote anybody. We, you know, we will do our research if we haven't used you. Um, but we will also put on there stuff that we've personally used, either personally ourselves or as a business um, that can help. Because again, we don't want you, there's a lot of people out there who claim to be things that they're not and give out good advice, which is really bloody irritating. Um, and hopefully that section on the website, if you need someone specific, then you know where to go. Which I think is a very good ending and I'm absolutely starving. So... <laughs> Um, thank you for listening everyone as I said uh, we, next week we will do employee versus subcontractor freelancer or, you know all the different terminologies around those um, I know it's a bit of a contentious subject on the group and a lot of people liked it when I said we were going to do a topic on that so if you are thinking of hiring someone or getting a subcontractor, then please, please, please watch it next week because it's going to be very, very useful to you. There was a lot of pitfalls when you should be paying people things when you're not. And do you hire an apprentice and what wages do they have? And can someone come in as a subcontractor, but wear your clothes and, do, you know, it's like it is a bit of a minefield and it is something that me and they agree on for once. So there'll be no, no arguing with us on that one. Um, but again, as I say, uh, carry on using the group. If you've got any questions, let us know. If there's any topics at all that you want us to talk about, please, please, please just ask us and we'll happily come on. You throw a curveball out there. It might be something that we've done before. You know, me and they have very many hidden talents, uh, sales and marketing being one of them. Um, so just let us know if there's anything you're particularly stuck on. And if we can't do it personally, we'll find someone that can and we'll we'll get them on the get them on the group. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So have a good weekend. Enjoy the coronation if you were into all of that sort of stuff. I don't even know when it's on. Um, <laughs> have a good day extra, Daniel. Have a good extra day. I'm just surrounded by paperwork and, and figures and spreadsheets. I just don't know what's going on with the rest of the world. Um, enjoy your weekend. Um, stay safe. And we will see you all next week for some more fun and games and um, let us know what you think. And I will put that poll in the group just for a bit of bands and see who wants to see Lee on TikTok. And then we can see what we can get doing. <laughs> or Lee's on holiday after next week, so you'll just have me as well for the following two weeks. Um, so again, I'll come up with some exciting topics for that. Um, but no, thank you guys for listening as always. Um, and we will catch you next week. Take care. All right. See you. Cheers, everyone. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed my podcast, don't forget to subscribe for me. And if you want to speak to me, please visit my website at www.petaccountant.co.uk. And if you'd like to join my Facebook group, which is full of like-minded pet professionals, then search Accounting for Pet Professionals in Facebook and I will see you there.